Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the u.s education system we'll see you there hi i'm francis callier and i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and welcome to i am really proud i am really honored he's a jackass stop it get off it donald hey what happened stupid is stupid does sir you blow it you idiot idiot of the week 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 where we we take down the stupid one stupid story at a time that's right with your help we really appreciate all that you do we want to remind you and thank you for listening to us through the sexy liberal podcast network and msw media Thank you, thank you, or wherever you're getting your podcast. We appreciate it. You should check out all the podcasts on the networks. They are incredible, and it is an incredible community. Yes. And we want to thank everyone who has joined and become a Frangela Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are literally keeping this business afloat and alive. So thanks to your warm and generous, generous contributions, we are here. All of you, I think all of Black America thanks you. <laughs> really. And thank you to anybody who has ordered a cameo in the past or is ordering one this week. We can say happy birthday to a loved one. Wish you a happy anniversary. That's right. Maybe a pep talk, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. So go to cameo.com and pick up one of those, and you will be delighted. You really will. And always join us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for the Black Power Hour. What happens, Angela? That is when Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills in an intricate and erotic dance of intellectualism. Ooh, it's a beauty, a thing to behold. It is. All right. Here we go. Let's get it going. First up, shocked woman wakes up to find a napping burglar in her guest bedroom. First of all, when I think guest bedroom, thank you. Let me talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about life. Mm. People go through a lot of things to get that guest bedroom together. Am I right, Angela? You oh, know, yeah. you, order, oh, yeah. you ordered sheets. You had it's a specific duvet in there. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you know, it had a it had a theme. It's probably got shells and shit. Mm-hmm. She probably made it mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the room where you, you know, you, you have guests. Yes. So it becomes sort of a museum piece, and you will, if you will, especially during a pandemic, you know. Um, but 
it, it's it's sort of what I call like an, an optimistic room where you go one day somebody's going to want to come be over here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to be ready. So it's personal, but not too personal. It's just this, I'll just be in the other side of an impersonal hotel room. Exactly. And you know, when I would go to like my mom's house, you know, there were little soaps in there, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's, you know, the, the guest bedroom is the room where you put your best foot forward. Okay. Right. Or like your second best foot. No, second like <laughs> foot. No, usually it's your best foot forward because it's the it's the it's the uh aspirational room. You know? Right. You know, if you got one that's put together and you're literally calling it a guest bed, not the room you throw people in. Right? Yeah, no, not the not the drunk tank. Not the drunk tank. <laughs> I'd like to point out that this story is in Ohio. Yes. And that is unusual. Mm-hmm. It feels very Floridian. It does. An Ohio woman reportedly woke up. She woke up. So she had been asleep. <laughs> That's what woke up means. That's what woke up means. She had been asleep. Uh, to discover a burglar napping. And that's why I had to say she had been asleep. They had been asleep together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not, not not together, but together. Together. In, under the same roof. All right. That's right. A burglar napping in her guest bedroom after he had broken in overnight, taken a swim in her outdoor pool, and had even eaten the family's leftover chicken. I call foul. Okay. 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 Stacy Stedman uh, apparently said, quote, he just helped himself to everything in our house. Well, not quite everything, Stacy. <laughs> not quite everything before we go start throwing crimes on my boy. Uh, apparently she lives with her husband, her son, and her brother-in-law. And uh, when she woke up in the morning, she saw that a light was on in the spare room. And then when she looked in, that's where she found the uh, criminal snoozing. So what I find hysterical is in this article, they say the quick thinking gal. First of all, who says gal? And he's like, (laughs) just like, what did she 23 and skidoo? Like, I don't know. Um, The quick thinking gal whose husband had already left for work, woke up her brother-in-law and he chased the intruder out of the home. I don't know if that's quick thinking. First of all, I would call 911 first. Right. Second, <laughs> um, quick thinking implies to me, you know, hit him in the head with something that was nearby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but uh, she, this is the thing. What I really don't understand here to go on this, this woman, um, she discovered that the backyard was open that the man had left sopping wet trousers laying by the pool, which indicated he'd gone swimming fully clothed at least in the pool um then she added that uh he apparently had finished off the leftovers from the previous night's chicken dinner and even quote lit a candle in the bathroom (laughs) you know what i'm gonna tell you something normally we don't do a lot of i fell asleep at the crime stories because there are a lot of them there are are a lot lot of them. them but this First of all, I take umbrage with you eating last night's leftovers because you know, first of all, you know how your mouth gets ready to have it the second time. You're like, oh, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. You know, let it set up and it's going to be delicious tomorrow. I'm going to put a little salad with Mm -hmm. that. That ain't right. That ain't right. I think you may have to recuse yourself. 
from this from this idiot. Because I know because you personally have suffered this is the thing. You're a victim. I'm sorry, a survivor. You're a survivor survivor. of leftover larceny. Um, you have, you have, and I cannot tell you how many, how many times you have, we've been together and you've said, I've been like, oh, you, uh, are you hungry? You go, oh, you know what? I'm going to, I have, I have my leftover half a sandwich. Every time. From deli yesterday in the fridge. And I'm going to, I've been looking forward to, I'm going to go home. I'm going to have that. And then I get a call like 15 minutes. You know, this fool done eat my sandwich. <laughs> This has happened to you a lot. And as a survivor, I don't know if you can be unbiased because that is the thing. I knew when I read it. You know, I can't be unbiased. I can't be unbiased. You can't, you can't, I can't be bought for, you can't buy me from this. Okay. The the pain, the pain, the pain, the pain. This is painful. Yeah, it is. I understand. He also apparently took a pair of her son's underwear. Now, that might go in the freak file, but I think that had to do with the fact that he got all of his stuff wet. He had been swimming. Yeah. Um, So here's the deal, though. Um, There are a couple upsetting things to me. The next upsetting thing is that apparently her husband, he leaves for work at 4 a.m. And they have a quote for him. He said, when I left here, my family was sound asleep. My family was safe. He saw the guy walking in the street shirtless before he left for work. So he waited until the guy passed by before driving off. Now, passed by, I want you to understand, that doesn't mean, it doesn't say till he disappeared around the corner, mm-hmm. till he was really far away. It's till he walked past the house, like he wasn't capable of turning around and walking back to the house that he just saw somebody leave from, indicating that maybe nobody was home. Right, and, and, it's okay for him to walk into somebody else's house. It to me, I'm like, okay, he wasn't committing a crime right then. Right. He's walking on shirtless. However, I know that this man is is probably white, this criminal, because mm-hmm. you would have called the police otherwise, probably. Um, unfortunately. But the thing is, if you were nervous enough, see, this is the thing about trusting your instincts. This man's instincts told him to wait. Yeah. And he was right. And in fact, at that moment, I go, that is when you call and you wake up some, everybody in the house, yep. you know, and you go, okay, you know what? There's this guy out here. I'm waiting for him to pass by the house, but is everything locked? You go back in and you make sure everything's locked. Right. In any case, right. this guy, um, he got arrested and this is going to shock you. He, he was intoxicated. <laughs> uh, but my favorite part is that he lit a candle in the bathroom. And you know, and this is why I know how this room was uh, decked out. It's that it's that quote right there. They know he lit the candle because the candle hadn't been lit. No, because like I said, that room is a museum. That's what you I'm know it's weird. We're in a pandemic still, right? So the reality is nobody there had no damn guests. Since they said, let's just say, let's stop saying your brother li- is staying for a visit and let's just say he's living here because he's been here for like five years. That's like right. since, since the brother-in-law moved in, they haven't had no kind of guests. No, no. <laughs> okay. Also, but I want to say that I think that the, that this, what people are missing here is I'd like to take a moment to show some gratitude to this particular stupid criminal mm. because he did a number of things that are above and beyond and I think that deserves some positive recognition. Number one, he did, he was quiet. He didn't wake nobody up. No, no, he didn't. He was very quiet. He took a quick dip. 
That's right. <laughs> that is polite. We've all had worse house guests. We've all had worse house guests. That's okay. Right. That's Number right. two, it was night. It was an appropriate time. That's right. What in the middle of the day? He, I think if he utilized the bathroom, he lit a candle out of respect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the, the aerial, the odiferousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, he took a pair of panties, but had he been a, an invited guest, you might have offered him those panties if yeah. he'd gotten his own panties wet. That's right. You know? That's right. Um, And he ate the leftovers. He didn't make a new mess. He didn't cook anything. <laughs> no, nope. He went right into the fridge. And he didn't use any brand new food. He used the food that was already cooked. Okay. You know what? Why is this man even in this pile? We should be putting them in a pile of impressiveness. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, given what's below this sheet of paper in my fucking stupid sack, this man <laughs> is exemplary. <laughs> next up, brainless crooks busted for kidnapping next to the NYPD training center. A group of bumbling crooks. I can't. And they, this is bumbling. We're bumbling. For allegedly forcing a victim into a car. This is New York, everybody. Mm-hmm. Into a car and holding him for ransom. Number one, we don't do that shit here. Also, I gotta say... If you're looking for people who... Here's the thing about kidnapping and ransom. It... Every movie you've seen, it's never worked. No! Right? It never works. So you've already picked what I would call a higher level crime. You've shown us you're not, this is too hot, this is out of your criminal lane because you did it next to a New York police officer training center. Yes. Which meant that there were a bunch of seasoned cops who are the teachers and new cops who are excited to be cops. (laughs) Okay, training to be cops. They apparently blindfolded this kid and demanded $10,000 from his cousin over the phone. Cousin, being smarter than all of the bumbling crooks, uses the uh, his cousin's phone to, to get his location and calls the police who happen to be next door. <laughs> they, here's the thing. They demanded, first of all, I want you to imagine that somebody calls you and demands 10000 when you're 19 years old and somebody calls your cousin calls you and tells you that your they have your cousin and they want ten thousand dollars. I'd be like, where you go where you expect to get this ten thousand dollars from? Mm-mm, cousins? That's maybe two grand. Yeah. A cousin? Yeah. Maybe. I'm gonna say I'd ask for seventeen fifty and give you fifteen. You know what I'm saying? You get fifteen. Yeah. Hundred. Like you don't nobody spent no ten grand on a cousin. On a cousin? It's not like that's no, that's not an aunt. No. Okay, that's below aunt. Okay, because that's your parents, brother or sister, so you whatever. It's certainly not an, you know, it's not a pet. See, 10000 that's in pet range for me. Yeah. You can't be kid. You get more for a kid You're than not, 10. You ain't going to never get uh, $10,000 out of me unless you made me cream of wheat as a child. See, <laughs> exactly. The good way with like butter and with sugar butter and everything. And yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. With milk. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they don't understand their price point here. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, I understand. Look, I understand if somebody calls my cousin Jamal and asks for ten grand for me, I, I'm not even gonna be mad at him if he goes, no, no, I don't, no, she ain't, she ain't like that. My cousins, no. you call my cousins right now, they'd be like, she, you done lost your fucking mind. Tell her, hey, hope it works out. <laughs> Let us know if you get free. A cousin. You got to go. You got to call their parents, fool. Maybe. Maybe. And this is 
also a bad idea to just think that anybody on the street can come up with 10 grand. You have to do some research. When we're doing a kidnapping, you have to do some research. You want to kidnap people who actually have the ability to get the thing you want. I think that these people, these crooks are foreign and they are in <laughs> the wrong market. They do, they do not understand uh, crime in America. Okay. That is entirely, that's a good guess because this isn't like, there are places where my understanding of is like Mexico City and, and um, certainly right. Tijuana where kidnapping is an industry. Right. Um, and, you can't but come this here country, and just assume that you're going to, you're going to, you know, strike your, your business. Yes, exactly. You can't import, this is a business you can, you cannot import this business. We don't, this is America. We don't love each other like that here. (laughs) Maybe Canada. You should, you can pull this off in Canada. (laughs) But not in the United States of America. (laughs) We don't pay for people like that. Shit, no. Is it J-Lo? Is it (laughs) J-Lo? Even J-Lo, I'd be like, I'll give you (laughs) $3,750. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get no 10 grand. You lost your mind. Next up. Alleged owner. I love this person so much. Alleged. 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 Alleged stoner. Stopped after wild car chase. Whips out a license from (laughs) where, Angela? Okay. Legoland. <laughs> okay. 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 A UK driver was arrested for reckless driving uh, after producing a license, a driver's license, when asked from Legoland. Uh, apparently, um, he was uh, pursued. Basically, it, the, the whole thing began after uh, he, they attempted, the officers attempted to pull him over. Uh, they, had, they had observed maneuvering that seemed reckless to them uh however uh he didn't pull over and they chased him for 35 miles yes now i want to remind you angela doesn't know or you know love cars the way we all do (laughs) he's driving an audi a7 what's that that's a sports like that's a huge sports car, and um, oh, is it? Yes. So he's driving. He is like rolling in an Audi A7. They observe him like maneuvering. I'm sure he is pole positioning in that motherfucker. Okay. And then okay, so that's what that is because I was like, I, you know, she's absolutely right. I know nothing about cars and I don't care, so I don't know <laughs> any idea what that. To me, that's nothing. But you're basically Wait, that's not a detail, <laughs> right? He's like he's pole positioning, but I just don't understand. At some point, okay, I feel like if you're at 35 miles, you're no longer chasing. You're you're going on a trip with him. That's right. You know what I mean? Like you're you're yeah, like we're, we're you're all on you're all taking a country drive together at that point. Exactly. Like you can't even call that a chase. Do they not have those things you throw on the road to make people's car tires bust or there or something? Do they not know any maneuvers? <laughs> to like, I'm just trying to understand. Now you know what? Why? Let, let me tell you something. You know this is not America, and you know it's not L.A. because you don't what you don't hear are spike strips. Or box maneuver. If you live here in LA, that's you. You are like born with those two words in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I mean, nobody does this. So when they did catch up with him, you know how they cut up with him? Did they outmaneuver him? No, no, no. You no. know how they cut up with him? How, Angela? He ran out of gas. <laughs> he ran out of gas. 
Whereupon they found a large stash of marijuana. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I have, I don't know what the fuck these people are smoking. I have been a marijuana smoker now for almost 30 years. There was a big downtime in there. There was a huge, like 17 years I didn't smoke, right? But but I've smoked a lot of marijuana. I've smoked a lot of marijuana, in, not only in this country, but in other countries and on other continents. Oh, yeah. And I have never, ever behaved like this in my life. Well, see, this is the thing, though. You have marijuana plus smart. But what does marijuana do to stupid cells? Oh. That's the difference. See, Marijuana interacts with stupid cells. It self-replicates the stupid cells. Got you. So if you were already stupid and you get high, you get stupider. Got you. Got you. You know what? You just you just opened a magic door for me. It's just from my research in the lab. Mm. Um, and and basically, so they finally, I can't say pull him over. He runs out of gas. They come up to the car. And when they asked for his documentation, he pulls out. And I love how they use the word fake. Like it wouldn't, like there's a possibility of it not being fake. But a fake license he'd received from a Legoland as a kid from 2003. The award is gifted to children who pass the theme parks driving test. <laughs> which, which, you know what? You know what? Fuck you, Legoland. Okay. <laughs> wait, why are you mad at Legoland? Okay, wait, wait. The award is gifted to children who pass the theme parks driving test, which entails using a brick-built electric car to navigate traffic lights, roundabouts, Lego policemen, and even a speed camera. Let me tell you something. This I love the fact that this motherfucker is still driving around where he's like, I got I, I maneuvered. I, <laughs> you gave me the license. Fuck you, Legoland. I this gonna be my ID. You know, I didn't get a license, driver's license till I was 21. Yeah, but you use public transportation because it was good. Well, what am I saying? Cabs. Um <laughs> but I a car. I, I had a car, I had two cars in that oh yeah that oh that's right i forgot about the illegality of your car <laughs> ownership and using i forgot about that yeah that's my thing francis it actually there's a part of me that was saddened by this mm. and i'll tell you that I, all i could think was this man is how old they said 21 yeah the last time he felt good or proud i think was was 20 2003, 2003. yep that's very sad to me <laughs> Don't okay. cry, Angela. Don't cry. It's just like for him, that was a high point. It okay, was a and high he because he's carrying that card around, <laughs> like <laughs> it's actively on him. And I don't know if he thought he was high, and so he's like, "I'm gonna take the car out. Ooh, I should take my license." <laughs> like I don't know if it went down like that, or if he always has it with him. But either way, it strikes me as poignantly. <laughs> had a plaintive sort of memory berry card i mean come on (laughs) it's just like so um yeah he got arrested um because there was besides not having a a real driver's license he also didn't have insurance and had a large amount of weed (laughs) with him and i believe inside of him also yes yes now let's let's move on to the story that has brought me here today. 
the story <sighs> that broke me not once, not twice, but at least three different times. I had to get up three different yeah. times. I had to go yeah. Google. Mm-hmm. I had to use my imagination. I had to put on my imagination cap. Mm-hmm. I, um, this took me to a place, y'all. I'm going to tell you. This is from Donna Z. And Stacy D. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay. We're not the same, but now you're not going to be the same either. You're not okay. going to be the same. Woman's UTI turns out to be a glass tumbler lodged in her bladder for four years. Let me first of all tell you that um, Eleanor Francis Callier took Grey's Anatomy for fun in college twice because I loved it. Maybe three, I had three courses of Grey's Anatomy. And, you know, because I understand and I love the systems of the body. You know what I mean? I've studied it. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. So when I tell you that, you know, I I don't take these things lightly. I really Mm -hmm. don't. I'm going to start you off on the story. And I want you to know that when I say glass tumbler, I mean a shot glass. I mean mm-hmm. a full, and for anybody who's ever worked at a at a bar or going or had to a, a shot. bar, had a shot. You know, it's like a Dixie cup. Thank you, Angela. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So, let's go. This forty-five-year-old uh, came into a hospital complaining of lower, you know, typical lower UTI, urinary tract infection, since symptoms like leaking. Um, so they, you know, did some examinations and they did a scan and they found a glass, something glass inside her bladder. Uh, basically. And it was encased in an eight centimeter wide bladder stone around it. And when you look it up and you see the pictures, it's the size of a baseball. So over four years, this kidney stone had developed around it, which makes sense because the body was like, this doesn't belong here. Let's isolate it and get it out. Unfortunately, it's so large, it can't just get peed out. Um, So she was having, because it had been in there for four years. years. She had, let me, let me stop. Let's stop. Let's fucking (laughs) stop. No, you gonna fucking stop the fuck no. right here. And we're gonna yep. talk about mm-hmm. the fact that she was walking around in her life with a shot glass mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. inside her body. Mm-hmm. In her bladder. In her bladder. <laughs> Understand that we're not talking about her vagina. Not her vagina. Not her vagina. Not her uterus. Not the vagina. Not her vestibule. Not the vagina. <laughs> not the vagina. Not the vagina. I gotta text her husband and tell him to hit you in the head real quick. She's got she's in a not the vagina loop. Oh my god, not the vagina. Uh-oh. I was like four years. Oh my god! 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 Oh
this is the problem. I need you to understand. <laughs> there is no um. The, the, the bladder is a room that has one door. Right? Like, it, it really doesn't, in terms of its communication with outside of your body. My right? My arms itch. My well, so the way, the way that it couldn't get out was the way it got in. Oh, okay. okay. How? Okay. How? 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 <laughs> okay. 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 I watched your four years, Francis. That's fourteen hundred and sixty days. Okay. Oh my god, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I wouldn't talk to myself in the mirror when I read this, and I said, "Lord, Lord, are you asking something of me? Are you asking me to create a foundation Mm -hmm. that goes around the world Mm -hmm. to talk to people about sex?" And sex education, Lord, are you calling on me to go out here in this world and sell kinky sex toys that I don't even use, Lord? Because this can't be. This can't be. Francis, it made me angry. It made me angry. This This one, we've we've done tons of these, but this made me angry. It made me very, very, very angry. (laughs) And offended. Okay? As a human. Okay. Offended. It's like, it's like if E.T. landed and gave us all the finger, I would be like, how dare you, E.T.? And that's how offended, because let me tell you something, Francis. Let me tell you something. Okay. Okay. They have the nerve to say, while the medical report does not mention it, the woman may have been practicing what's known as urethral sounding. No, no, no. You're not going to make this sound legit. By giving it some kind of official ass urethral. No, it's kink. It's straight up kink, which I am all in support of, Francis, as you were saying. But you people, they make products for this. They make things that are designed to go in and out of your body. If you cannot afford one, please get get you on a fucking Kickstarter or a fucking GoFundMe. Do whatever. And tell people the truth. Say, look, y'all, if I don't get money to get the appropriate urethral sounding device, I'm shit putting this shot glass up my shit. (laughs) like for real can we stop can we stop and just okay i have to go back and say not the gina (laughs) not the gina i want you to understand that the hope the opening we're talking about if we all have one in various ways it's very small i don't know how you even accomplish this how the first of all how i mean I mean, catheters know. aren't even. How big is a catheter? Right. Like the largest catheter right. is nowhere near this. No, no. This is what I'm sitting here saying. She got a. She got this woman. First of all, <laughs> I said she was superhuman mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she got a shot glass down her urethra, shoved it down so deep in there mm-hmm. that it was able to live lodged for four years. And I'm going to tell you why that happened, Francis, because this is the first, the, the first mistake is obviously using the inappropriate object, right? Yes. The second mistake is, let me tell you, it's just like cutting bangs or and quit while you're ahead. <laughs> the minute you make a mistake, stop. 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 It's like Watergate. 
it's just like Watergate. It's just like everything else, everything Trump touches. It It's the cover-up. The reason that that shot glass ended up all the way up in her blouse, because you know she kept trying to go after it to get it out yeah. for four years yeah. or for however many, and that might have been a year before it got up into that black. That's the thing I want you to understand that it, it had to that glass had to go through a journey. It's not like the bladder's like right there, no. like they had, like there's a journey here, and that doctors they had to remove this shit surgically. Okay, yeah. Yeah. um, I I I just I just have to say. I just have to say that they say at the end, the best treatment remains preventative by balancing the underlying idiopathogenic disorder by a good sex education. What that is, is a fancy way of saying is tell people to stop shoving shit up their dicks and pussies holes. (laughs) It's not appropriate. That's what that means. They they try to, this is what I'm saying. I think that we make a mistake when we over intellectualize stupid. We, we, we give it credence. We give it power. It feeds off of us respecting it in any way. I think you have to lolly. This bitch is in my OR. I'm going to wait for that bitch to wake up. And when she does, I'm going to scream as loud. So everybody, I'm going to get the hot, you know what? I'm going to get the the, um, the PA system. Be like, everyone, I'm sitting here with, what's your name? Valerie? Valerie. And Valerie wants to apologize to everybody in the hospital for what did you do, Valerie? Tell them. I stuck a shot glass up my, uh, into my urethra. Thank you, Valerie. She so. says she's sorry. That's not good enough. She's going to have to prove it through consistent good behavior. But dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I don't, well, I I know, okay, I know not everybody listens to Idiot of the Week. I'm not in denial about that. <laughs> but I don't know what we're doing. We have got to start reaching. I need one story where somebody goes, um, I almost went at, I went, I almost went up after it. But then I remembered Frangela always says, <laughs> like, I, I need to, to know. I need one. That's why I said I had to walk into the, look in the mirror and ask myself, Lord, are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me that we need to have a foundation, a worldwide foundation that makes sure that people are educated? Because this this can't happen. And the way that they talked about it, now she did go into a medical journal for it, but we can't have yeah, that. I mean, yeah, but this is I just I'm very disappointed and and I just I really don't know what to say except that it reminds I felt like at the end of Cabin in the Woods you know where the two kids are sit, sitting there and they're like they know that like they did if they don't stop if they don't kill let themselves die then all of humanity will be dead and they basically are like do we need to save humanity if this is what and I'm like at this moment at, after reading this article I was like I don't know that I can defend us as a species no. anymore I don't know that I can I don't know that I can, Francis. You know what? You know what? I I am here for us. I want us to be better, but we not the vagina, Angela. Oh, I, I, I can't have us be worse. I can't have that. Not the vagina. Not the vagina. Okay, let's review. We have the uh, woman who woke up to find um, a burglar napping in her guest bedroom. Yes, we had the brainless crooks busted for kidnapping next to uh, NYPD training center. Then we have the alleged stoner who had a Legoland license. And then we had the woman's UTI who turned, that turned out to be the glass tumbler lodged in her bladder for four years. And and she has to win for me. She has to win. There's no other winning. 
No, because what you knew every day, you knew you did never pulled that out. You can't tell me you got distracted and forgot or some shit. There's you never pulled that glass out. You knew it wasn't gone. You knew it wasn't gone for four fucking years. That's and right. you knew every time you had a pain or a problem, exactly what the fuck it was. But you didn't. I bet you that's not the first time she went and got some UTI medication. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. This time, though, she the pain had gotten too significant and they actually did an x-ray. Yeah. But at the time, she probably did that thing where you can just call the doctor and be like, I got a UTI and they did just get the script because they're so used to it. It's not a big deal. There's no way this is the first time it bothered her. No, 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 no. You know what, Angela? There was a time in this country. There was a time. Angela, there was a time in this country that when a burglar would burgle your house, they had the good graces to leave and leave the leftovers. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because you can't get insurance don't cover leftover chicken. No, it don't. It should. I think that we as a people need to ask these questions, but it doesn't. You know, there was a time in this country, Francis. There was a time. There was a time in this country that when you had a, a beautiful childhood memory, <laughs> you cherished it, you brought it up, maybe you framed it, maybe you kept it in a photo album, maybe you just left it in a drawer. Maybe even if it was a strong enough memory, you might carry it in, in your wallet, but probably not. But because you, you had grown the fuck up and you knew that a Legoland license... <laughs> Or being very important to nine-year-old you <laughs> was not going to be as important to any other adults. There was a time in this country when people knew you grow up and you grow out of Legoland. Yes, Angela, there was a time in this country when there was a time in this country when we knew that shot glasses belonged on the bar, not in your bladder. There was a time in this country when people did not we're not continually and without any kind of cautionary measures putting things through their fucking urethra. Leave it, leave it alone. <laughs> Why all of it is good and decent. Leave it alone. I'm Francis Cal here. Oh, I'm Angela V. Shelton. I've had it. <laughs> We're fragile. I've fucking had it. <laughs> like, I'm tempted to go to med school just so that I could be wait around in the ER for one of these people to walk in. I can't, I need my vengeance. Oh. Thank you for listening to Idiot of the Week. We love you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Wait, 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 wait. That's a giant now. <laughs> just not okay. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. <laughs>